The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Within you, without you. We were talking. A five-minute Beatles song? You know it. I feel like Within You, Without You is the soul of Sgt. Pepper, the thesis statement, maybe. It's George telling the world how the youths were thinking in 1967, that we're all a part of one consciousness, and love can save the world, and all that seemingly hippy-dippy stuff. Musically, you'd think five minutes of sitar would be tedious, but they have plenty of instruments in there. They have the tambourine, the violins, cellos, etc. Far out, man. Yeah, I think you're definitely correct calling this the thesis statement of the album. Like, I think what... Yes, there you go. You can celebrate. Yes, you did, you, you did it. Um, I think when people call this record revolutionary and, like, heap laudatory statements to describe how this was ground zero for the new pop music idiom and all that, it's probably about this and, like, another song that's later in this album. Mm. Also, it's just not... It's not just, like, Love You Too Part Deux. If anything, that was like a dress rehearsal for like the widescreen experience that is all the instrumentation to this song. And the remixed version that came out a few years ago um, that Giles Martin did, uh, I'm oh my God, sounds incredible on headphones, like listening to it. I got to listen to it on headphones then. George it, Harrison recorded Within You, Without You for Sgt. Pepper's Lily Hearts Club Band an album based around Paul McCartney's vision of a fictitious band that would serve as the Beatles' alter egos after their decision to quit touring. Harrison had little interest in McCartney's concept. He later admitted that, following his return from India, my heart was still, my heart was still out there. And working with the Beatles again felt like going backwards. He presented the song after it was decided to exclude his composition Ole and Orvin's song, Good Call, which the Beatles <laughs> recorded in February 1967. In contrast to his prominence as a songwriter on Revolver, Within You, Without You was Harrison's sole composition on Sgt. Pepper. George began writing the song in early 1967 while at the house of musician and artist Klaus Vormann. He did the cover art for Revolver in the North London suburb of Hampstead. Harrison's immediate inspiration for the song came from a conversation they had shared over dinner about the metaphysical space that prevents individuals from recognizing the natural forces uniting the world. Following this discussion, Harrison worked out the song's melody on a harmonium and came up with the opening line, we were talking about the space between us all. That's the problem with talking to musicians. They might just write a song about what you're talking about, even if it was a private conversation. I also want to point out that Klaus Vorman is an excellent bass player, uh, yes. and I love his bass playing on uh, Nielsen Smielsen. He... Yes, and I believe he played bass on and the Plasticono band. Yep, and uh, I'm I think in George's band for Bangladesh. Yeah, they knew they met in the the Beatles and Klaus in the Hamburg days. You know, and it's it's cool that he stayed in their lives. You know, during and after the Beatles. Right. Clear references to the counterculture. Are you one of them? And the LSD-related ego death 
and to see you really only very small life flows on within you and without you can be found amid the more otherworldly exploration of spiritual philosophy and religious teachings. The, the laughter at the end of the track was Harrison's idea. While some listeners initially thought it was the sound of the other Beatles mocking his songwriting effort, why would they leave that in? Uh... Right. <laughs> it was in fact meant to lighten the mood after five minutes of sad, almost mournful music. I don't agree with the... I don't think that should have been part of the track, but... George wanted Yeah. <sighs> yeah, like maybe he's like, this is too serious, and he... Yeah, he was. A, he got a little nervous, maybe. Maybe, yeah. George Harrison was the only Beatle present during the recording of A Venue of Value. <laughs> he and Neil Aspinall played tambourines while Indian musicians performed the traditional instruments. The Indian musicians were recruited from the Asian music circle in Finchley, North London. On the final day of recording for Sgt. Pepper on April 3rd, 1967, Apart from the album's red-out groove gibberish taped on April 21st, George Martin conducted eight violinists and three cellists, playing a score written to Harrison's suggestions. Although Harrison later spoke dismissively of the Sgt. Pepper project and its legacy, he conceded he enjoyed working on the record's iconic cover. For this, he asked Blake, Peter Blake, I believe, to include pictures of four Indian yogis, Yoganda, Mahavar Babaji, Lahiri Mahajia, and Sri Lukteswar. And I apologize for mispronouncing their names and any names I've ever mispronounced on the podcast, I'm sure. At least half. Uh, anyway, those four um, Indian yogis were among the crowd surrounding the Beatles. As a third Indian detail, a four-armed idol of the Hindu goddess Lakshmi was placed in the garlands of flowers at the bottom of the image. Among the song's lyrics printed on the back cover, the positioning of the words without you beside McCartney's head served as a clue in the Paul is dead rumor, which grew in the United States partly as a result of the Beatles' failure to perform live after 1966. And if you want to hear more about the people on the cover of Sgt. Pepper, you can listen to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Good Time Podcast, hosted by Friends of the Pod. Where they've gotten into actually some of those uh, yogis, or uh, one of them at least, and also probably mispronounced their names. I would like to think that if they're doing uh, the podcast solely with the album cover participants in mind, that they would actually look up how to pronounce it, those those names. I think uh, yes. Yeah, we're we're we do the research of a wide swath of detail and. Um, <laughs> yes, I simply forgot to try to look into it. Uh, again, I do apologize preemptively. Uh, the song has continued to invite wildly diverse opinions. Among the most unfavorable assessments, offering critic Tim Riley, writing in 1988, dismissed the song as directionless adding that it was difficult to conceive how lines such as life flows on within you and without you were taken seriously. Well, it was the 60s. He also said the song was the most dated piece on the record and could easily have been left off with little to no effect on the album. In the 2009 review, Alex Young of Consequence of Sound, now Consequence, grouped it with the major clunkers on Sgt. Pepper, 
Conversely, Ian Inglis considers the song to be absolutely central to the form and content of its parent album, and Ian McDonald views it as the conscience of Sgt. Pepper and a necessary sermon that comes with the community singing. Musicologist Russell Rising writes that Harrison's song provides the exception on Sgt. Pepper, where the Beatles otherwise retreated lyrically into predominantly banal, occasionally schmaltzy, and often trivial vignettes. Mm-hmm. Author and critic Kenneth Womack terms it quite arguably the album's ethical soul. I 100% agree. Sonic Youth, Rainer Patek, Oasis, Patti Smith, Cheap Trick, and The Flaming Lips are among the artists who have covered the song. In 2007, the staff of the pop culture website Vulture plays Sonic Youth's version at number two in their list titled Our 10 Favorite Beals Covers of All Time. And of course, number one is Stevie Wonder's We Can Work It Out. Of course. Love Count 4. Finally some love. Finally, from some love from some George. Josie Scale, I'm going to give this a yeah. I agree. It gets a yeah. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine.